Welcome to an audio podcast from Dave, the old goat. The title that I have given to this podcast is Democrats and Slavery. History of Early Slavery to Modern Day Slavery. In this podcast, I will try to provide a progression of how the Democrats not only were instrumental in organizing the slave trade in America, but how the Democrats have fostered a form of slavery throughout America's history and are still doing it today. I will show how the Republicans were and still are the best hope to end not only the Democrats' present-day slavery, but to combat racism. If you listen to the leftist Democrats, you will get information presented with a forked tongue. You will get information from a two-faced shadow. In other words, you will get nothing but lies. And we know what forked tongues and two-faced people represent, evil in all its deception. So, I am Dave the Old Goat. I would like to thank all of you for taking a few minutes and listening to my rants and raves. I am presenting this podcast using my computer-generated voice. It is something that I thought would be fun to try. Let me know what you think. I am striving to bring you information that, I hope, will be informative and which you can enjoy and maybe pick up a few points to ponder. It should be understood that the content in this podcast are my opinions mixed with what I have heard or seen from news outlets, articles, speeches, my personal research and over 70 years as a free American. As an ordained minister, I would like to say a short prayer. After the prayer, I will recite the Pledge of Allegiance to our great nation and flag. If you like, say it with me. Our Heavenly Father. Thank you for watching over us and providing us with a path to your wisdoms. Thank you for providing me an opportunity to offer information that may help others to understand what is happening in our great nation and around the world. I give thanks to you my Heavenly Father. For your light that always shows the way to everlasting life. Thank you for the insight so I may shine a light on good and to expose evil wherever it appears. As always, I pray for America and ask that you, my Heavenly Father, find a way to protect and save our great nation, which was formed in honor of your greatness. Lord God, we pray in your most holy name. Amen. So, if you will, take a moment to recite the Pledge of Allegiance with me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, Let's get started on our journey, to expose the Democrats, and their hand in starting and keeping slavery alive, in present day. The party of slavery and segregation has always been the Democrat party. I know what a lot of you will say. There wasn't a Democrat party at the beginning of America. I agree. But, if you look at the concept of slavery and how it fits into a fascist socialistic way of controlling, then take a look at what the present-day Democrats are doing, you can't help but see the parallels. Our founding fathers owned slaves, but it was legal at that time in history. One thing the founding fathers based America on was, all men are created equal with all the rights provided by God. They followed their beliefs and wrote that concept into the Constitution. It would have been impossible to abolish slavery at the time the Constitution and Bill of Rights were developed. They knew that the seeds of making all men free was planted with the words that all men are created equal. Thus, 
the fight to free slaves started with a few words and then written in our history by truly great minds. In 1854, the Republican Party was formed. It has become known as the GOP which stands for the Grand Old Party. The purpose of the formation of this party was the opposition to spreading slavery into the Western territories. One of the greatest Republican presidents of all times, Abe Lincoln, with the Republican Party, saw the tide starting to turn and the fight to abolish slavery could be felt. This Republican Party fought and has been fighting for the rights of blacks after the Civil War all the way to present day. If you listen to Democrats, you will get a pack of lies and shamefully, a lot of people believe those lies. History is all we need, to see the truth. The leftist Democrats tell so many lies that I think they believe them. Tell a lie over and over and not only will the ones being told the lie believe it but the teller of the lie will start to believe his own lies as well. Wow. That sounds a lot like one of VP Harris's word salads. Without getting into the beginnings of slavery in America I would like to take us on a journey in time. I will briefly lay out the progression of how the Democrats have taken slavery and molded it into many forms over the many decades. So, let's start in 1854 when the Republican Party was formed on a platform of anti-slavery as its model. Did you note the word, anti-slavery? Yes, the Republican Party was then and still is the party that is against slavery. Up until 1854 the followers, they called themselves Republicans, worked hard to organize their movement to abolish slavery. Almost all of the new Republicans had never owned a slave. Those that were involved with slaves were placed in that position due to family or work-related relationships. These men knew it was against God to have another person in bondage so they began their movement in the name of God to free the slaves. November, 1860, shortly before the Civil War began, Abraham Lincoln, a self-taught lawyer, legislator, and vocal activist against slavery was elected as the 16th President of the United States. President Lincoln has been placed forever in history as a great leader. Other great leaders in the last century are President Kennedy, President Reagan, and recently, President Trump. I'm not comparing these leaders with what President Lincoln accomplished, but each one placed their own mark as great leaders as well. Democrat Confederate sympathizers of the time could not tolerate such a successful Republican president so they assassinated him. At least he got the Emancipation Proclamation enacted which provided a path to abolish slavery. Also, the 13th Amendment was passed by Republicans in 1865. This amendment banned slavery and made it a federal law. Most Democrats were against banning slavery. Let's take a look at a Democrat organization. The Ku Klux Klan commonly known as the KKK was formed in 1865 and is still very visible even into the present times. This was a Democrat organization formed to resist the Republican Party and its efforts to establish political and economic equality for black Americans. The KKK's mandate was to intimidate and commit direct violence on white and black Republicans. The KKK's primary goal was to re-establish white supremacy across the South. The vehicle for this was to have Democrats be elected in state government across the South in the 1870s. So, who were the original white supremacists? The Democrats of course. The KKK went through a decline for a number of years. But resurfaced in the early part of the 20th century. 
This time the Democrat KKK was best known for burning crosses, holding rallies and parades against immigrants, Catholics, Jews, blacks, and even organized labor. We can't forget the violence, not only burning crosses but burning people and the well-documented lynchings. So, Democrats were the original racist, of course. The KKK saw another surge in the 1960s where they bombed black schools, churches, and committed violence against black and white activists in the South. Who supported the KKK since the 1960s? How about Biden, Byrd, the Clintons, and so many others? Note that these people are all Democrats. A lot of these people not only supported the KKK, but were members as well. Byrd was a high-ranking member and those that supported him were as bad as he was. So now you see who was the true racist and white supremacist, the Democrats, and how and where they began. Okay, I just wanted to give you a bit of history on the KKK and the Democrats that formed them. Republicans passed the 14th Amendment in 1868 granting citizenship to all former slaves and equal protections under the law. This drove the Democrats crazy and again they opposed it. President Grant, a Republican, put forth efforts to do Reconstruction in the South. This effort was to make sure the federal laws were being followed that granted liberty to blacks. He sent in federal troops to enforce the federal laws. The Republican Party welcomed blacks with open arms. In fact, the first seven blacks elected to the House of Representatives and the Senate served as Republicans. In 1873 the Democrats won the House of Representatives, and formed a plan called, the Redeemers. This was a Democrat political coalition, with the aim to regain their political power in the South, and return white supremacy, as it was before the reconstruction of the South, as set in motion by President Grant. The Redeemers were the southern wing of the Democrat Party. Sounds a lot like what the Congress is trying to pull off in the presently held Democrat-controlled House and Senate. They are trying to take control of the states and impose federal rule which by the way is against our Constitution. I hear people say, we live in a Democratic-governed country. That is only partly true. In fact, we live in a Democratic Republic. That basically means that the people are the government and what they do is for their benefit and not for a ruler. In the U.S. we are divided into states and territories. Each state passes laws that are of benefit to that state and not for the benefit of who may be running the federal government. The Constitution lays out that the federal government cannot take over and run a state. The federal government's mandate is to protect the country and its citizens. In 1877 the Democrats removed federal troops from the South and ended the Reconstruction Plan put into action by President Grant which provided troops to enforce federal law. They did this by making a deal about who won a presidential election and promised they would uphold the federal laws protecting blacks. Now the Democrats had control of the South. They enacted segregation policies which most people know as, the Jim Crow laws. So. Let's talk a little about the Jim Crow laws. Jim Crow got its name from a black minstrel show of which the character, a white Democrat, in blackface and singing with the overtones of a black man became a big hit for Democrats. Wow. Maybe Governor Northstrom from Virginia was just following what Democrats have been doing for a long time. You need to keep in mind that the Jim Crow laws were a collection of statutes imposed all through the South. 
the concepts of these laws existed for over 100 years and was only stopped in 1968 by Republicans. Yes, by Republicans. Can you believe that it was only in 1968 that this racist set of laws stopped? And again, stopped by Republicans. Okay, these laws denied blacks the right to vote, to hold jobs, to get an education, to commingle with whites, could not drink from whites-only water fountains, could not eat in cafes, could not be alone with a white woman, and many other degrading precepts. If you did not follow the Jim Crow laws then you faced, arrest, fines, jail, and even death. Commonly known as the Black Codes in the South. These laws and codes basically legalized racial segregation. In other words, the Democrats legalized racism. If you look at what is going on today you will see that the Democrat ideologies are being reinstituted in many sectors of our country. Just look at how colleges hold race-based graduations. That is a form of segregation just like what was used following the Jim Crow laws. If you can't see that, you are blind. Wake up but don't get woke. Okay, the legal system did not exist for black citizens. The police and judges were mostly former Confederate soldiers and officers in the beginning. Later labor camps and road gangs sprang up throughout the South. To keep the roadways clean, the legal system made sure that there were people to work, of course it was mainly blacks. Many blacks did not survive. They died from the harsh work conditions or they were killed or murdered at the hands of the white Democrat overlords. You must remember that these laws were conceived by and instituted by Democrats. The Democrats used their militia for enforcement, the KKK. The KKK was known for the lynchings of black men and others that stood up to the inhuman actions of the Democrats. Many photos show men dangling from the ends of ropes. Many photos show men clad in white robes with a pointed face and head covering. We think of the early period when slavery was a crime of society, and was against God's teachings, and was written in history, as a period of horrific cruelty for mankind. We must also look at the time after 1865 up to the present, including the unhuman Jim Crow laws, black codes, racism through segregation, and the present-day efforts of the leftist Democrat fascist, to create division using, critical race theory. As we look at what is happening in America today. The fascist indoctrination of our kids in schools. The fascist takeover of the entertainment sector. The government-controlled media, big tech such as Twitter and Facebook, the woke crowd imposing censorship. The Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS, and other law enforcement organizations being weaponized to take down those that don't bend a knee to their beliefs, and the cancel culture slamming anyone that has the balls to disagree with their ideology. So how did we get to this point? Simply. It was an ideology that came from Democrats and from the inactions, of those, that should have been watching. Now we can add to the name Democrat, Leftist, and Fascist. The Leftist is the most extreme radicals in the Democrat Party. Fascist is the way they run the government. I know you think I am just picking on Leftist, Fascist Democrats, and you would be right. To provide a clearer look at the leftist progression into the world of fascism we just only need to look at the Democrat Party and a bit of their history. As Dinesh D'Souza has outlined in his research, 
the Nazis adopted the guidelines set out in the Democrat Jim Crow laws, as a way to impose restrictions on the Jewish people. Basically, create laws to make people into second-class citizens. Segregate people into ghettos. Forbid marriages outside their race. Confiscate personal property. Government-sponsored discrimination through segregation using racism. These are the actions of the Jim Crow laws, the black codes imposed on blacks in the southern states of America. This is not saying that the leftist Democrats acquired these ideas from the Nazis. I am saying that the Nazis acquired these ideas from the Democrats. We must become aware of what is happening in the U.S. now. The Democrats are putting all of these ideas used before, into action today. Let's continue with a little bit of deja vu. It's 1876. The presidential election is between Samuel B. Tilden, Democrat, and Rutherford B. Hayes, Republican. When the Electoral College votes were tallied, Tilden led Hayes by one vote. It should be noted that generally speaking there wasn't any way for a Democrat to win that election, but somehow, they won. How? The Republicans made a case of voter fraud by the Democrats. In fact, the Democrats sent out their goons. The KKK perpetrated voter intimidation against the black voters which would have voted Republican. They even blocked blacks from getting to the polls. The election, fraudulent as it was, was handed to Tilden. So, what did the Republicans do? Not much as usual. As in today's political arena the Republicans got screwed. They became a part of a commission with House representatives, senators, and Supreme Court justices. The Democrats knew that they were just about to be shown as the party that fixed the election so they made a deal. They said that if federal troops were removed from the southern states, remember earlier about Grant's reconstruction program, that they, the Democrats, would agree to let Hayes become the president. They also said that they would respect the political and civil rights of black Americans as set out in federal law. Well, we know how that worked out for the southern blacks. All the Democrats' promises ended up on the heap pile of deceit and deception. Dehumanizing of the blacks could not be averted along with the Jim Crow laws and the black codes which lasted into the 1960s. You can see the parallel between that election, and the November 2020 election. The Democrats lied, cheated, and stole the election and the Republicans bent over the table and got what they normally get, a good beep beep beep. You see the picture. Okay. In 1964 the Civil Rights Act was passed into law and in 1965 the Voting Rights Act followed. Finally, the deal that the Democrats promised to comply with, in 1877, was updated with the passing of these two acts. By the way, most of the Democrats voted against the Civil Rights and the Voting Rights Acts as proposed by Republicans in the 1960s. That isn't a big surprise since the Democrats have always fought against any and all things that would make black people equal throughout history. See, the Democrats have lots of experience in stealing elections and lying to get their way. During this time the president was LBJ, President Johnson. It has been reported by a black attendant serving Johnson that he told some other men that he had a plan. He said something to the effect that if his plans were put into motion, the blacks, he did not say blacks, he used the N-word, anyway blacks would vote Democrat for the next 300 years. 
Now what did he mean by that? Democrats could no longer control blacks after the abolishment of the Jim Crow laws, and the passing of laws in Congress, namely the Civil Rights and the Voting Rights Acts in the mid-60s. They had to figure another way to control the blacks, and get their support, mainly their votes. How better to do that than to put the blacks on intercity plantations, known as ghettos? It has been shown that the human condition is such, that they would give up freedoms for someone just to take care of them. It's human nature. Give them just enough through LBJ's welfare program, threaten to take away the welfare if they have a job, give incentives not to get married, since the government would pay for each child, as long as no father was in the household. Think about this. In the 1960s around 20% of black children were born outside of a family unit. Today, that number is around 75%. Okay, so, set up a welfare state and basically pay them not to work, and tell them how great they are a few months during election cycles, as long as they vote Democrat. Also, make sure they don't receive a good education, thus ensuring the plantation continues. Dems know that a good education and knowledge leads to people becoming successful and they can't be controlled. But blacks are finally waking up, and seeing what the Democrats have been doing to them, ever since slavery, began in America. Keep them pregnant, barefoot, give them handouts, reduce education, let crime run rampant and you have just developed modern-day slavery on intercity plantations. So, you can see why I say that the Democrats were the slave owners, in the early years of America, and they have continued with some form of slavery, throughout America's history, up to and including the present. In conclusion, I hope I have laid out the way I see the Democrats' never-ending quest to keep people in bondage. Now we see the next wave of slaves. They are the illegal aliens now breaching our borders. The Democrats, with the help of a cognitive-challenged president, Joe Biden, are setting up the next plantations. Bring them in, give them free stuff such as health care, welfare, housing, and the list goes on and on. These people that are only looking for a better life will find it only if they stay in bed with the Democrats and vote the way Democrats want them to vote. Step out of line, and the deportation train will be their fate. The good thing is that one day in the future, these new slaves will wake up as the blacks have begun to do, and will see the Democrats as they truly are. I say to all people, not only the black Americans, that you are smart and have the ability to do anything you set your mind to. Don't let the left tell you that you are not smart enough to get an ID, you are not smart enough to understand politics. That you are only as good as the Democrats tell you, you are. I hope I have opened eyes that sometimes get shut because we just don't want to see. Stand up for America, don't be one of the people that allows America to become a Marxist fascist society where all, except the elites, will be slaves. A lot of the information in this podcast has been extracted from the Way of Life website, www.wayoflife.org, an article by David Cloud, Way of Life Literature and from the speeches and writings of Dinesh D'Souza. I also use history website at www.history.com. All of these and many other sources can provide endless information. By the way, none of these are sponsors of the old goat. I try to give shout-outs to sites, 
organizations and people that provide the truth and insight on many topics. The Way of Life, Dinesh D'Souza, and History.com fits that bill. In closing I know I have talked about a lot of information and hopefully it was eye-opening and thought-provoking stuff. I will thank God for allowing me to put forth my voice. Until next time. Always praise God, honor our great nation, honor our great flag, honor all that serves to make America free and safe. Bye for now. From Dave, The Old Goat.